previously on Quest Friends Forever. Once you left, Edric declared that the Petrichor Forest was more at risk than ever before. He ordered all the communities to close their borders to outsiders. He killed the other council members. I want to create a dissent pamphlet and start distributing them with a meeting time for a meeting. We'll meet at the Twisted Oak Tree. A big, huge circle of forest guards start to close in around you. I cast Charm Person on the guard approaching Ellie. What are you, uh, what are you doing there, Al? <laughs> well, Tilbin, this is just, this is just great. Emerging from the trees is another group of elves and druids. You now find yourself looking at what has to be about a hundred Petrichor Forest residents. At this point, I'm going to stand up on the cart and I'm going to remove my hood. Tell Edric that change is coming. I'm back. I've seen what's happened. This is Edric's doing and he will pay for what he's done. Please join me and restore balance to our forest. And the crowd kind of parts to reveal Edric. Oh, child. You have no idea what you are in for. Come and see me. Stephanie in the sky casts Skyrite. It says, change is coming. Edric sucks. It is a few minutes later. It is now fully dark in the evening. The gang plus Barrymore is still at the Twisted Oak Tree. The citizens who showed up for the rally are still there. They have broken off into smaller groups, mostly kind of talking amongst themselves. Some of them are eyeing Stephanie a little bit. They're trying to be slick about it, like the the side-eye thing. Like, oh, she's not looking, but I'm looking. Uh, But it turns out Charisma is not the strong suit of the forest residents. We have learned that from our time with Stephanie and Ellie a little bit. So they're not really being very slick. Some of them are eyeing Val the same way, like looking, but then looking away. Especially hard with Val, because they're not sure when Val is looking at them. But, so he said Val, he said the, the people are all sort of in smaller groups now? Yeah. Kind of talking about themselves. Val is running from group to group as fast as they can and just... Hello. And then to the next group. Hello. And then the next group. Hello. And then the next Hello. group. Hello. And just running around in Hello. a big circle trying to, trying to get every single group possible to make sure that everybody knows that Val says hello. Despite Stephanie's um, proclamations that Val is cool and Val is chill and not to worry about it, they are still freaked out by you. Because this is something they've never seen before and never encountered before and not even, not even something in their culture. So they kind of jump a little bit, kind of startled when you do this. Okay. No one's so like once attacking I, you. Once I make it but... back, circle back to that first group of people I said hello to and I, and I kind of pause and I realize that people are kind of eyeing me a little funny. And I realize, you know what? I just greeted them. I didn't, you know, try to help them. So then I start again with that first group. And how can I help you today? And then to the second group. How can I help you today? Okay. And the third group. How can I help you today? And so while Val today, how can I help you today? How can I help you today? While Val is making their connections, <laughs> uh, Stephanie, Ellie, and Jared, you are standing about twenty feet away from these clusters of citizens in your own little huddle. Barrymore is sitting on a nearby log. She's bandaging up the scrape she got on her elbows from when she lunged at Edric, but passed right through him. She seems to be muttering swear words to herself under her breath, just over and over. Just motherfucker. Ellie frowns at this and breaks the silence, if for no other reason than to drown in that out. And she looks around at the whole group and says, "Um, well, uh, he Edric knows we're here now. What, um, what are we gonna do?" Uh, I mean, we're gonna kill Edel- Edelric. Well, that's not his name, but. I mean, we're not going <laughs> to... We got to kill Edelric. Didn't we just had this whole thing where we said that we weren't going to kill him, I thought? Oh, you know what? Okay. we going to, like, do, like... Well, I mean... yes, but Elderberry's pretty bad. Still not his name. What, Eldridge. <laughs> what, what, Elder, well, Edelric. Sure. Close enough, I guess. You know, Elderberry. Oh, I mean, like, we can totally, like, we could rough him up, but I don't know if that's a good <laughs> look. For us to go in there and do a murder like he just did to, like, everybody else, right? Like, I feel like the people should decide what they want to do because, I mean, we're we're just here. We don't live here. This is not the bed that we have to – I mean, maybe I helped make this bed. But um, uh, what is Val doing? Val? <laughs> you hear do you hear from the from the, the far distance beyond the crowd? Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then and then is it? Hello. It's getting a little closer now. 
Hello. Okay, almost there, almost there. And then, shakush, crushes right through a, uh, just a crowd of people, kind of pushing them back, stopping, turning around and going, Ouch. And then I come over to you guys, and I say, Sure thing. And then I'm just waiting. Hey, hey Val, could you not push people over? Like, these people are, are they don't understand you, and I feel like sure that's thing. maybe not sure a good thing. look. Okay, cool. Um, can you go help them up and make sure that they're okay? Or maybe, no, actually, you stay here. No, no, I, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. The <sighs> people kind of wave. Val turns around and runs over to try to help them up. Oh, they, my goodness. They wave you off. No, oh, no, no, we're, we're good. Don't, don't worry. We're fine. <laughs> they're okay. Ooh. Val, Val, get back here. So long. And then I come running back over to you. So, <laughs> Edric uh-huh. knows that we're here. I mean, he was going to know eventually because, I mean, my whole big plan was eventually just to be exist here it wasn't much of a plan it wasn't much of a ouch thanks well i mean we're we're still here and we're still okay so not a bad plan yet barrymore did you find anything out while you were off doing what what you did what'd you do what (laughs) what what what's going on there i'm a leader looks up for muttering motherfucker looks up oh uh yeah um i had to go get something and she stands up off her log and she walks back over to the tall grass where she emerged from to try to launch her surprise attack on Edric. And she pulls out a big wooden staff and she says, Oh, wow. So you ditched me for a stick. Hey, she kind of laughs. She, she knows you're kind of being, uh, just being you, you know, being a grump, just be, being a real grump. She sort of laughs. She's like, Hey, this stick, as you call it, has been in my family for generations. Okay. This was, this was my thing when I was here, and when, when I when I left town, I I left it here, so no one could really like you know, you know, it was a defining characteristic they could look for me on the road with, you know. So I, I left it here, but uh, I I buried it, and so I just I had to go dig it up. It's if we're gonna have a chance against Edric, we we needed this. Trust me. Well, what does it do? It's a staff of healing, so I can Ooh. I can like mend wounds and and heal people and stuff. I look you, at her wounds right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't... Uh-huh. It, it's only got so much energy. You don't want to burn it all on, like, you know, a, a scrape. I'll be fine. I didn't lose any hit points or anything. Um, I cast good berry, and I give her good berries. Here you go. Maybe this'll... this'll wow. Be. These are some good berries, she says. <laughs> um, there's some good berries. Uh, it's one HP for each thing. I feel revitalized, she says. Some? Um, I'll take a couple. So I grab a couple and like. Ellie mm, takes some. I love that. We need our energy, I guess. Ellie says and takes some. Val takes some. Oh. Doesn't know what to do because Val doesn't have a mouth. So then. Chikong! The back panel, the back compartment over where Val's upper back shoulders, I guess, would be. Yeah, your upper open back shoulders. Prank, yeah. Prangs open. And then just shoves the berries in there and then closes the latch. How many? Three. Okay. Add three good berries to your inventory. And that is perishable. So three yeah, perishable think, good berries. Uh, it'll, it'll help with the, the, the weed resin smell. That's, that's true. From <laughs> it's, pot- it's potpourri, if anything. Yeah. If anything's going to help. So Ellie looks around again and says, so are, are, we, are we just going right to the founder tree to... to- Get him or um, yeah, you know I'm. Oh dear, no, thank you. Val, no. <clears throat> Personally, oh, I she goes. feel. Wait, no. Um, Uh-oh. chosen one. I feel. Wait, well, I don't. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, Ellie just puts her hand on her cheek and just looks at you like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it should we. Go liberate some of the Val, towns. Val interrupts around. you. Val, like like a little kid tugging on mom's jacket, kind of thing. Val interrupts you and and, and to get your attention. Val tips backwards as if to look up at you and says, "Don't worry, you can trust me. I'm friendly and approachable." And then Val gives you a big like a kid hug, where like I'm only hugging one of your legs. Thank you. And I pat Val very awkwardly on the top dome on the dome on the dome top. 
And then I realized I left a smudge there, so I can like try to, like, <laughs> I I try to like use like my uh, my sleeve, and that's not working. So I use my shirt, and that's not, and it's just making it worse. So, and then I realized that there was still some like berries, berry juice on my hand. So I'm just like gonna like slowly back away as if nothing happened. Uh, okay. Like, thank you like for I was your saying, assistance. You've been a great help. Like I was saying. I feel like he knows we're coming, so he's going to be ready. So what if we, I mean, we have a town right now. You know, I feel like we should probably try to get some other spots on our side before going to the capital. Maybe. I have an idea. Ooh. Um, is the crowd still there? Are they all hanging? Yeah, they're all kind of chit-chatting and milling around. They're kind of waiting for further instruction now that okay. they've sort of uh, voiced their support for this resistance, so to speak. Okay. So I look to the group, us, the small group, and I say, what if we convince them to come with us to spread the word and we just built this, like, humongous wave of resistance leading into the big bad guy, Elderflower? Yes, 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 yes. I love this. This is kind of what I was saying, but you're so yeah. much better at saying it. So, I, I don't want to. We we should ask them because I want to make sure. I mean, this is a big. Uh, it's a big ask. So, um, consent is cool. So I'm talking obviously talking out of character because I'm not in Val right now. But so you described the relate the spatial relationship. All of the cities are in one big circle, and then in the very center of that circle is the capital, and the capital yes. is where. Uh, Eis- Eisenberg is located. Great. Yeah, fantastic. Right. Okay. So if you rally every town surrounding the capital, you've surrounded the capital with resistance fighters. So seeing how this city reacted to me coming here, right? They like two guards fled, and everybody else is like, "Yeah, we fucking got your back." Stephanie is thinking, like, one, she doesn't want to kill anybody. That's not her place. That's not what she's here for. She's here to unify her people um, and to try to help them. And the greatest thing that she, the greatest help that she can offer is that liberation. She feels like the people are the most important thing, as bad as Edric is and everything. More than anything, she wants to give these people their freedom. And I'm sure if we were to go to those other towns, we'd meet a cavalcade of wacky characters. Okay, so you want to <laughs> just to just to confirm here, you want to go from community to community, announcing your return to get people on your side. We're building a resistance because remember, not every single person in the forest feels like they are is oppressed. Down with the sickness, right? Right. You, Jared, handed out these flyers in three communities and about a hundred people showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the people came, but not the entire population of Azalea, not the entire population of Rosewater. And he also went to Pothos was the third town. Um, mm. So not everybody we, is here. So this is definitely could, some kind of resistance. This is not a people waiting to be liberated necessarily. Yeah. Okay. So what if, what if we have the people that are there right now go spread the word? Cause everybody, Everybody has family in the different cities and everything. So if they travel to a place where they often go or like go enough, it's not going to cause suspicion. And then they can kind of be like, hey, this is my experience. I've seen this person like and then like in four days time or something, we're all going to meet up at this particular spot and we're going to go into Absalom. So the hundred people that we have with us that are on our side right now tell them to go back to their homes, to their communities and spread the word that the chosen one is back without you going out there and, and showing your face immediately and getting arrested and all that stuff. But put the word out there through word of mouth that the chosen one is back. The protector is back. Then we'll see where we are with rallying support from the different towns. And, 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 the cops who we've already swayed, we can get them to go sway the other cops. So that way, by the time that we rally the communities, the only source of sort of like force resistance that is there, majority of them have been swayed potentially yeah. in the same way. So there would be no obstruction and we'd have the entire community on our side. Um, yeah. I feel like the goal is... Sure, liberation. Sure, all of that. Right now, Stephanie feels like she has a duty to these people. Somebody is abusing them. 
um, whether or not they realize it. So gathering support is important because to Stephanie, because Stephanie doesn't believe in herself, but these people believe in her. So if she is going to stand up against this monster that she like, I mean, sure, she talks a big game in front of him, but she clearly there are some issues with like, you know, some of the training that he has put her through and things like that. Like she she needs their support because she needs to see that people believe in her and that she is actually came back here and she is wanted and she is needed to to do this because she doesn't want to do this if they don't want her there. So for her, it's a little bit selfish in needing other people to believe in her, but it's also her wanting people to see their own strength. I want them there with me when I go face Edric again, because I don't necessarily believe in myself, but I feel like if enough people believe in me and then, you know, I can be there and, and represent them. So as this, uh, 45 minute huddle is happening with the, the four of you or five of you, I guess with Barrymore, the three teenage girls that have been sort of at the forefront of this, this group of resistance, you have since learned that their names are Nyland, Devereaux, and Zabornak. Um, <laughs> they approach the huddle, and the oldest one, Nyland, pulls at the, your uh, your sleeve, Stephanie. Uh, hello, hi, what's up? And I try to look friendly and approachable. Clever. Ouch. Uh, Nyland says, oh, "Okay, we're we're ready. What do we What do we do?" Cool. So this is our plan. Also, thank you so much for helping and for helping organize. Um, you uh, women are great. Thank you. Okay. Golden so, even. All right. So uh, we need some people to go back to the three towns and uh, spread the word because nobody knew I was here, but now y'all know. So um, we need people to know. Um, we need some people to go to the other towns and spread the word to kind of like preface like, hey, remember that thing that you saw in the sky? That That's that's the protector is back. I will be making an appearance in these places similar to how I did here. Um, some of the guards, guard, hey, who's the guard guy? The guard Al. charge person. Al. Runs Al. Over. Well, hello there, protector. Hello. And you, so, t- you too. So I'm not, I don't think like going through this is going to be good podcasting, like, again, because we just said the plan, like, four times, I think, right? So, plan. Montage. Yeah, so montage. So, this is this is how it's going to go down. So, Al tells his other guard buddies the plan, and they leave, and Al will stay with his new best friend, Val. Hello. Nyland, Devereaux, and Zabornak agree, along with Sari Jeinfeld, to take the lead on spreading the word back in Azalea and Rosewater, which you are currently in as well as Pothos, the third city that Jared visited. And with the deadline of four days, four days to meet in Absalom? Yes. And the plan is instead of doing each town one by one, kind of how we grouped these three together, we'll group the others into like multiple groups. So that way we have like three days to do that and to plan. And then the fourth day we all meet. Everyone's on board. Everyone is listening to the protector. They want to do what the protector says. They are here for it. They were here for it even when it was just a resistance with uh, a human dude and a stack of harvest. And they are even quadruply on board for it now that the protector is back. So, you're waiting till the morning to start this expedition? Yeah, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. It's been a yeah. long... I mean, we, we find a place to sleep that's maybe not like here because they know where we're at. But like, uh, The three girls say that they can put you up for the night. These are kind of your liaisons with this resistance group. So they are from Rosewater, and they can put you up. So they do that. So you wake up the next morning. Everyone's fully rested and refreshed. You are in a secret room in Zabornak's home that they have agreed to kind of uh, stash you in. And it is time to begin the trek to resistance. So the next city we've already established we have done azalea which was the first town which was uh sari jeinfeld is from so sari's handling that rosewater which you're in now with the the girls who can also handle that 
and Pothos was the third town. So some of the group of the uh, hundred that showed up are headed there. The next stop on the Liberate the Forest Tour 2021 is Whistleberry. Stephanie and Ellie and Barrymore all know that Whistleberry is not a super big community, but it is named for the berries that come from it, whistleberries, that are uh, in abundance, that they, they kind of trade throughout the forest. So it's more of like a farming community where they, they mostly grow food and things like that. It's not so much uh, one of the more advanced ones. It's pretty much where they grow food. It's pretty... Um, Agricultural? Yes, thank you so much. It's a very agricultural-focused <laughs> community. So, tell me how you roll into this town. Stephanie am I wearing, has am her... I wearing my, my leaves and shit again? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Of course you are. Shake. Yeah, okay. we, we're, ba- we're back into our cognito. Everyone gets their disguises again? Back in cognito. Okay. Cool. So, so the um, center of Whistleberry, there's not so much. Yeah. Uh, there's not so much like a town square like we've seen in some of the other communities. The sort of hub, I guess, of Whistleberry is a little bit more. Um, I was going to say like a farmers market, but that's kind of what everything is here. There's one really big barn. It's just a gigantic fucking barn. Where are they, they having keep... a hoedown? No, they're not having a hoedown. It's it's the early morning. Sometimes they have hoedowns, but that's only on Thursdays. And right now, it's unfortunately Tuesday. So. Oh. Um, it's a really big barn that's where they keep a lot of the the horses, the oxen, all the animals they need for kind of for their um, agricultural needs. It's kind of also a post for people to buy and sell those animals that they need to harvest the the berries and the food here, like a petting zoo almost situation. A lot of a lot of hay on the ground, a lot of feed kind of just scattered, and there are a few elves up already this morning who are milling about. Okay, here's the plan, guys. So we're gonna go in there. Um, I'm not a good talker. So, um, Jared, you should ask people like, hey, did you see that thing in the sky? What was that about? Like the change? What do you think that meant? And depending on their answer, then I'll just be like, it meant me, maybe. I don't know. But I feel like you should probably talk because I can't. I'm I'm perfect. I love that. I'll get right in front. We walk right in again. How many people are kind of like wandering about? We got about two dozen right now. Two dozen. I yell as loud as I can. (laughs) Classic. Good morning, everyone. I hope you all enjoyed the Sky Show. Some of them don't acknowledge you. There's like, or they kind of give you the stink eye, like, what? Some of the older ones. Um, But a few of them stop. uh, Are we driving the cart, I assume? We drove the cart. Yeah, like like the cart's cart's still rolling in. I'm like up on front of the cart announcing. Are the horses still armed? Yeah, they look scary as fuck. Okay, cool. I love it. So a few of them stop what they're doing. There was there was one leaning up against the barn, uh, picking his teeth with a piece of wheat or whatever farmers do. And he looks up and he says, yeah, we saw it. D- did you do that? What was that about? I think it had something to do about change on the horizon. Yeah, is that like a like a political thing? What was what was that about? Edric sucks. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we not agree that Elderflower sucks? He takes the wheat out of his mouth and he looks to the right and he looks to the left and he walks up to the cart. Like he does like come here closer. Yeah. And he says, Well, don't tell nobody, but I think Edric sucks too. And then he looks around <laughs> very paranoid. Like And then Stephanie is gonna kind of like now is this? I don't, I don't are you know. doing your Strider disguise again? Where you just hooded and kind of looking down? Yeah, or are I'm you a like hooded and yeah, okay. I'm doing the Strider and I'm just okay. kind of I look up at Jared and I'm like, is this? Do I just say? Yeah, do it. Ellie elbows you kind of in the ribs, like, come on, go, shake. Is that a okay. uh, persuasive shake? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, come on. Sorry, sorry. Um, shake. So, I I did the the writing and don't freak out. You have to promise not to freak out, okay? Um, Fr- don't freak, freak out. out. And then Why? I like, I kind of like peek out from under my hood and I'm like, I'm back. He stumbles backwards. Like he has just seen, like he's been startled almost. And he <laughs> kind of grabs at his, his chest and he's like, and he squints. Protector? Hello. I mean, hello. Hi. <laughs> what is this? You're, you're back and you're, you're change, changing? Are you? 
And he looks around again conspiratorially. He goes, are you taking over? Is this a safe place to talk? Uh, he notices there's not really anybody. He keeps looking around, but there's like nobody around. And he's like, yeah, I think, I think we're okay if we whisper. Yeah, I, man, I'm back. I'm back and we're doing it. <laughs> we're going to do it. And also, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. And uh, she starts to tear up. She's like, but like, we're going to do it, man. All, all right. Um, this is more than I thought I'd get into on a Tuesday morning. Um, Happy Tuesday. Yeah, I guess so. So, okay. Um, do you need me to like get my rake and like start some trouble or what do we? I need you to. And that's the plan. Yeah. Okay. So this person is, is on board. They, they have already instantly been overjoyed at the appearance of you. They were on board for Edric sucks. So they are going to now spread the word through this community. Or are you going to reveal yourself to everybody now? Uh, I'm going to ask, like, is it safe for me to, like, do people like Edric here? I mean, it's like any community. It's a little hit and miss. How very okay. not middle of the DM. <laughs> can you can you bring people here? Bring bring them here. Bring them here. I'll 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 show myself. They deserve they deserve to know I'm here. And he goes, <laughs> "This is the, what the voice was supposed to be." He goes, "Deborah." <laughs> okay, now okay, now do it now do it in the voice. Deborah, get everybody over here. And this person, this farmer with the wheat in their teeth, gets this two dozen or so folk to surround the wagon, and everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> what, what, what is happening?" What, 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 <clears throat> and then you hear shake just in case I don't so know. Stephanie, might be there for that. Stephanie stands on top of the cart and says okay everybody um I wrote the thing and she like takes off her her hood and she's like hi I'm here let's uh let's party let's, let's change things let's do this gasps from this crowd of farmers but you don't oh. Oh, you my, guys tar- are great. Tarnation. Tarnation. Um, <laughs> Always tarnation. Always. Stephanie, go ahead and roll just a straight up D20 with advantage. No modifiers. 11. That's the Ooh. highest? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is successful. This group is on board. You see some people who are like a little hesitant because where the fuck have you been for 10 years? And do you want to not play through it, but do you explain kind of the same deal that you did at the last place? I do the same thing. Yeah. I say, this is what's going on. This is where I was. This is exactly what happened. I'm really sorry. Please ask me all of the questions. I'm, I am for the people. So yeah. Okay. They're on board. Whistleberry is, uh, at least this group of Whistleberry has, you have their support in this and they, uh, say that they, this group of two dozen folks will spread the word in this farming community. Cool. So since you were successful on your role, you have similar success on day one in the community of Monstera and the community of Nottingwood. Are they British there? No, they're elves. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is it called nodding with a K? So like everything's all tangled? Yeah, you got it. See, Is that right? Is that real? It is, is now. A, is there a sheriff in that town? No, that's Nottingham. Oh. That's, that's the sister city in a different IP. Um, Love that. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's Danny, the DM of Quest Friends Forever, the podcast you are in the middle of listening to. I'm here to check in, as I always do, to give you a bit of information here in the middle. So let's get right to it and then get back to that hot, hot action. Let's start with the Nostalgia Network. That's a podcast network that we're on and that we also run. That's at www.thenostalgianetwork.com, where you can find more information about our show, Quest Friends Forever, as well as the Lousy Advice podcast, where Eric Lefebri, a.k.a. Jared, and his band Lousy Advice hang out and talk about music and bands and fun stuff, and it's all a bunch of friends having a good time. We love that. We totally stand. And there's also the Nostalgia podcast, where Eric and Jessica, a.k.a. Stephanie from our show, talk about movies and sequels and remakes and retellings and all these fun things through a queer and feminist lens. It is a good podcast to listen to. I endorse it wholeheartedly. I'm also the editor, so I'm a bit biased, but also, even if I wasn't, I would still like it, so you should listen to it as well. That's all at www.thenostalgianetwork.com. Speaking of things on the internet... 
We are also on social media. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on YouTube. And yes, we are now on TikTok. The username on TikTok is at QuestFriendsForever. All one word with the number four in there. Um, We'll be updating that as we go. I don't really know how to use TikTok myself. I am new to the game, but the others on the podcast do know how to do it. They are much more savvy than me with such things. So hopefully I will be getting some, some hot, fresh content for you to absorb in small bits. Uh, That's what TikTok is for, I think. I don't know. But yeah, we're on there now, so check us out. You should give us a follow on there and all the other ones I mentioned as well so we can be internet friends, which is really the best friends to be. Lastly, I want to humbly ask you if you are able or if you have the time or if you are willing or any of the above to leave us a rating or a review on your favorite podcast app of choice. Um, Those ratings and reviews are awesome and they help a lot. I've said that every week so far on this thing. But it's true, because I've mentioned before, we are still growing. We have more downloads every month. It happened again in July. So it's pretty awesome. Um, It's really great that you all have been doing that so far. And we encourage you to do it again, or do it more, or do it for the first time if you haven't yet. But uh, thank you so much, and thank you, and thank you. That's it. Just thank you. That's it for me. Let's get back to it and figure out what's going to happen in this exciting episode. Here we go. See you in two weeks. Bye. The second day has come. You uh, you found a place, a friendly place to stay in the community of Nottingwood, your last stop for that first day. A few people were a little hesitant, but after you did your little Q&A, they were a little bit more on board. Uh, nobody recognized Barrymore. Barrymore's still in disguise. Jared's song and dance went over well, too. Uh, we will begin day two, then, in the community of Canopy Heights. Canopy Heights is tight as hell because nobody lives on the ground in Canopy Heights. Everyone lives up in the trees where you have to take, uh, I believe you call them vinovators, little uh, elevator situations (laughs) built out of vines and branches and big leaves, pulley systems and such. It is an entire community up in the trees, the treetops. That is where everyone lives. That is where all the business happens. The ground is pretty much deserted. Um, There's some animals, but for the most part, everyone is up top in Canopy Heights. Which means the horses are a bit of a non-starter here. So how do we approach this community? Let me try something real quick. Okay. I I like look up to the sky and I shout, Sky riding last night. Thoughts? It was two nights ago now. We can say that I, I, I cast it every night. Oh, so it's a nightly thing you're doing this. Yeah, and then every every time there's like like you know Edric sucks is like with one X and then two X and then you know ooh or like a like yeah. a countdown or a count up I guess so yeah I yell that I'm like skywriting last night thoughts it's too high up for anybody to really respond so no, nobody responds no your voice okay, echoes the group. throughout the forest I turn to the group I'm like yeah let's go up <laughs> you're trying to now make them come to you stay behind with the horses yeah. okay. You gotta make sure. Gotta make sure <laughs> the horse, 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 and All horse right. are are doing okay. I'm gonna, Al, you know what? I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a little bonding time with my buds. Al will stay with basically. you, basically. Okay. To make sure I'll introduce I'll introduce Al to horse, 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 and horse by horse, saying horse. hello a bunch of times. Hello, 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 and okay. like just like gesturing to one, hello, and then gesturing right. to the other one, hello. Basically. So Ellie and Barrymore will go with you then. So the four of you. Uh, you know how to operate the vinovators. This is not exclusive to this community. Uh, other communities have vinovators. A couple of people live in the trees in other communities, but this is the only community that is exclusive. So, this is uh, a bit how more. Posh. It's not really a currency-based community, but this is a bit more posh. Yes. Is it like is it like HOA situation? Yeah. Oh a no. Bit. With, the, with the name heights, with heights in the name. Yeah, yeah, there's, that's, a, there's that's a, a double. It's a double meaning to that heights word there. I love that. So we love a bit of a double entendre. So Ellie Barrymore, Stephanie, and Jared Vine up. So this community is they have built like platforms, basically like a sidewalk, but in the sky. So these platforms kind of function for you to walk from place to place. You arrive up in kind of the um, 
I don't want to say commercial district because, again, it's not really a currency-based thing, but the marketplace, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you also know, Stephanie, you would remember that there's also a residential area up here. These people don't really come down that much unless it's to trade with other communities. But for the most part, um, the residences are kind of more in the back. So this is more of the uh, social area, I guess. There are some stalls selling various things. Uh, up here, they specialize in fragrances that they get from the hard-to-reach leaves at the top of the trees, and they make all kind of exotic potpourris. They also specialize in um, like like nuts and protein for food and stuff. They don't really grow like they don't have like pigs up here to eat. Not that I guess druids druids are probably vegetarian anyway. Well, they um, do have cops. They do. Well, hey, um, I mean they're probably vegan. I'm just gonna say probably it. vegan. Yes. So the vendors here are hawking some fragrances. Some of them are hawking uh, nut and trail mixes kind of situation. What are the names of the fragrances? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. There is Benevolence is one oh. of the fragrances. Another one is Artistry. Okay. And the so most from Paris? popular fragrance up here in Canopy Heights is Bombastic. Wow. Okay, I know that that's, like, silly, but I would purchase those. Like, that is actually, like... (laughs) No, 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 no. It's okay. Good good on you, Eric, for thinking about merchandising opportunities for the podcast. I would, would, like, you give me a fragrance that is called Bombastic, a fragrance, a fragrance that's called Bombastic. I'm drinking it for breakfast. <laughs> I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna work with some partnerships with some local uh, fragrance vendors of our own. Subscribe and to our Patreon. We'll, yeah, be, exact, be, be on the lookout quarter. for our Kickstarter launch pretty soon. We'll, we'll have a couple of tiers that you can get some some bombastic. Yeah. We get a shaggy endorsement. Yeah, I was okay. Yeah. I was singing that song in my head this whole fucking time, and I'm like, how Same. can I slip this in there and have it just be like, oh, does Mister Fantastic wear it? Like, I've yeah. been like trying to calculate because I'm actually not a funny person. Um, I have <laughs> I have to think about my jokes. So, um, thank you for. <laughs> thank you. Obsessed. So you enter the Canopy Heights. Uh-oh, hold on. You into the giggle zone, apparently. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, she's, she's She smelled too much uh, bombastic. Oh, bombastic. She, she got too much of the bombastic in her. It's too fantastic. So <laughs> so the Shaggy concert has just ended. Um, Whoa. What? Because <laughs> the song. Okay. Okay. The song, right. the song. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We caught her red-handed in this giggle fit. I'm so funny. Wow, wait. you just said that I'm not funny, and I'm so funny. Oh, my wait, God. Wait, David, guys. was that your joke? Because it wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> no, I, I, I genuinely it. love that song. I think I it is it. so funny and, like, happy bad. It's great. So you reach the top of the Canopy Heights Marketplace District. Time to uh, go into the standard song and dance. So I believe... Stephanie, are you giving Jared the it baton me? first? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're never going to get out of this time. You just said song and dance. Like, how could I not? Daniel Barkley. Um, Is Jared yes, up first? We are, okay. We are doing... I, you know what? It's worked so far. That's what we're doing. So, Jared, you find yourself smack dab in between some fragrance vendors and some trail mix vendors. And there are a good number of people here in this marketplace. It's uh, early afternoon. So, there are several dozen people walking around and they all seem a little bit uh posh we'll say they're still wearing druid clothes and they are elves right elves are not very flashy people but these are of all the elves you've seen here in the forest the flashiest we'll say a little bit extra adornments on their flora based garb in world have i heard any of these folks speak you can kind of hear conversations yeah, you hear kind of the din of conversations, yes. Okay. Um, similarly to the last place, I proclaim very loudly and overconfidently, Oh my god, I absolutely loved the sky riding last night. Did anybody happen to know what it said? Okay, hang on. I gotta get ready to do the same voice. The stall closest to you 
is a person selling Bombastic. It is the primary Bombastic vendor. And there's a woman at the stand talking to the vendor. And the woman turns around, this woman elf, and she goes, Oh my god, you saw it too! I did! And she walks over to you, but she does the walk where her arms are kind of T-Rexed a little bit. Oh yeah, she, she T-Rex, She T-Rexes <laughs> over to you. And she says, Now, what was it with the bad-mouthing of Edgerick? I can believe it because I heard. Wait, no, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna slip into. Um, you know what I say? I say fuck him. Andrick or the fuck? I can't. <laughs> this is hard. Okay, I automatically go go I know. Uh, downtown I know. every time. Um, yeah. All my friends and I, we all hate Edric. This woman looks around and she kind of leans in. That's kind of blasphemous. I'd say it's even <laughs> a little bombastic. She. She pushes you. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, you. Oh, my God. <laughs> How could you tell I was wearing it? I love that smell. S- so, was it you? Ooh, the skywriting? Yeah. No, that wasn't me. Oh, but I right. did love it. It got some of the folks here all riled up. <gasps> Ooh, what'd they say? People are, are PO'd. <gasps> are they? Yeah. They said whoever did it is going to get in big trouble. Oh, I doubt it. Edric doesn't come down lightly on folks who, uh, you know, who go Oh, he's not that tough. Oh, honey, he's the toughest. Well, I heard that the protector's back in town. (laughs) Uh, When you say protector, her eyes kind of go big, and she's like, You know I heard that, too? I saw her. You saw her? I saw her. I I soar. <laughs> Jesus. You okay, want to talk do, about I, I soar. I do, I do want... want you to leave this in, me saying this. Everybody listening, I'm so sorry about all of this <laughs> accent work. I also deeply um, apologize. But uh you know what? You love it. Um You wanna talk about eyesores. You wanna talk about eyesores. Let me tell you about the new hut that the Joneses put up. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. It's an with atrocity. Oh, <laughs> At best. <laughs> um, wait, okay. The protector's back. <laughs> yeah, we're a little off track here. Yeah. <laughs> well, between you and me, my husband is the... He's, a, he's the big dog around here as far as the gods, right? He's the head god up here. He told me last night <gasps> as we were going to bed oh that my god. if the protector is back... She's going to be in a lot of trouble. And oh anybody God. who tries to go on her side is also going to be in a lot of trouble, sweetie. So what you the- better be careful about what you're saying here in the square. That's all That's all I'm saying. Honey, I don't want to get you in trouble, but I'm just letting you know. Oh, my God. All I'm saying is, is I loved it. I love the sky. And we're so close to it. And so I just figured maybe... I had a few friends who also uh, agree with me, but apparently I don't. You know, you seem nice, and I, I appreciate your your nose for a fragrance, but I don't think you're gonna find a lot of friendly voices up here. With all that talk, um, okay, I'm gonna dip out, pretending I'm doing the accent the whole time. Thank God. I heard, I I heard that the best smelling people actually hate Eldritch. Uh, also dipping out. She is starting to get a little bit uh, weary of this. She's kind of looking around a little concerned about this uh, hot goss that's being dished about these these big matters, especially as the lead guard's wife. So she starts backing up slowly. Like uh, She says, well, in her, in her voice, that is perfect. She says, maybe you should take off, and maybe I won't say I saw you here, but... Might be for the best if you didn't kind of poke around here. Um, as Stephanie, I'm going to do a perception check okay. on like checking like I- I'm doing a vibe check. Like what's it here? Like is anybody else overhearing what he's saying? Is this like it- should I is it safe for me to reveal myself or maybe not? So it doesn't seem like a lot of people were listening in on this conversation. It just seemed like I mean, there's other people having one on one conversations also in this marketplace area. But as Dran Fresher, who is that character's name, starts to back away from Jared and kind of puts her arms up like, 
I don't want no more of this. Uh, that draws some attention because that seems a little bit uh, like a uncertain situation. If I use Charm Person, could I convince her to spread the gossip? You can convince her to do whatever you want if you charm her. Okay, I'm going to use Charm Person on her okay. to like ease ease the the weariness and have it kind of go back to a pleasant playfulness. So ending. to get her from kind of uh, walking away with this information, she rolled a ten. So she is charmed by you. You covertly cast this spell to avoid you don't do like a big sweeping motion i don't imagine no no it's very it's very covert i'm trying to like keep the peace keep things easy okay so um she stops backing up in this moment and you see her eyes kind of glaze over for a quick second and then she kind of snaps back too and she walks back towards you and puts a hand on your shoulder and says you smell better than any outsider i've ever smelled Oh, duel. That's what I love to hear. Okay, so what are you doing with her now that she's charmed? Um, I convince her to tell all of her friends that Eldritch sucks. Okay. Or or to like um, to sow to sow some general dissidents. At that point too, Stephanie is going to kind of like lift up her hood a little bit so she could see her and be like, I'm back. It's true. And so Okay, so because so Dran yeah. starts to go, <gasps> but then she sees you do the the shush and she goes oh she covers her mouth with both hands oh my god she says (laughs) and then i'm like so you tell all your little friends that he's going down she nods okay he's going down yeah (laughs) voices Um, are atrocious i'm yeah i really i've literally never done that voice before so i'm I'm gonna work on it you couldn't tell same What do you should we keep poking around or like should we leave it up to her to kind of like sow the seeds of um, this? I mean, she said like not a lot of people are friendly to or they they so, all like Edric because yeah. uh, I mean they all live in luxury, right? So nothing matters to yeah. them as long as they have that. So upper class Trump supporters. <laughs> I don't think that we're gonna. <laughs> there you go. Rather than trying to spend more time in a place where maybe I'm not as wanted, like we, That's... our thing is here, our message is out. We know that they've seen the skywriting. I would say that now is a good time for us to dip out after definitely purchasing one of those bombastic. Oh yeah, uh, we buy totally like happening. We buy like four. You buy four. There's one for each of us. How much are they? So, so it's not money. a uh, it's not a gold based economy here in the forest. <gasps> Oh, so, that's right. Well, hey, I have bone money. And she is charmed. And she is charmed. Are you going to make you... Dran Fresher buy them for you? Yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah. Do you want to just give rich. us like 10 bottles? I'll give you all you can carry, she says. Oh, I love that. I and love that. Let me roll to see how many bottles of Bombastic you get. Oh, Stupid boy. fragrance I made up. The group now has five bottles of Bombastic fragrance. Oh, Love That's that. one for each of us. That's so cute. We love that. Oh, for Barrymore too? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Okay. Um, so we scoot. Stephanie, again, roll a d20 with advantage to see how successful this is. 14. Okay. Uh, it goes pretty well. It turns out that Dran Fresher has a bit of influence in this community as the head guard's wife and as a love. connoisseur of fragrance. If there was a Real Housewives of Canopy Heights, she would be one of them, so to speak. Um, which, by the way, I now will never be able to get out of my head, and I want it so bad. I don't think we'll ever with, see the Beast Richards again. Dran Dresh- I'm sorry, with Dran Fresher like, on it, I would be so obsessed. Side episode. Is, um, uh, Bonus content coming soon. Harris Pilton also there? Like, is It's she... actually her, her aunt. So Paris, Harris Pilton lives in a different part of the forest, so it's her aunt. While our heroes descend back down the Vinevator and gossip about their favorite nature-based celebs, elsewhere in the forest, the farmer who spoke to them back in Whistleberry the previous day strolls out into the berry fields near his farmhouse. He's been busy spreading the word about the protector's return for the last 24 hours, and is now ready to resume his work until it is time to meet the budding resistance group in Absalom. But as he steps into a secluded patch of ten-foot-tall Whistleberry bushes, he is forcefully grabbed from behind by an unseen attacker— 
The figure puts their hand over the farmer's mouth to prevent him from calling for help, and tackles him down to the ground, restraining him in the process. As the farmer tries to wiggle free, a new set of footsteps is heard, approaching through the bushes. He looks up, to see Edric, a sour look on his face, walk into the scene and stand directly above him. The farmer stops struggling against the unseen attacker, and Edric glowers down at him for a few seconds before speaking. I hear you are spreading rumors about the return of the Protector. The farmer, still restrained, looks away from Edric's gaze and breathes heavily. She is only here to disrupt the peace of our forest. She abandoned you before, and she will do it again. We mustn't lose our way because of her selfish quest to absolve herself of the pain she caused. When the farmer makes no indication of a response, the leader of the forest motions for the attacker to allow the farmer to his feet. They both stand, and the farmer turns to see he had been accosted by Toolman, the leader of the Petrichor guards. Toolman gives him an arrogant wink before the farmer turns back around. If you continue to spread messages of support for this failed protector, I'm terribly afraid you will suffer some unfortunate consequences for your treasonous actions. With that, Edric taps his staff on the ground, and the orb at the top suddenly emits a wave of necrotic energy that spreads to his left and to his right. This dark, sickening force washes over the dozens of tall whistleberry bushes in this patch, draining all moisture and vitality from each one of them. The plants wither and turn black almost immediately, the entire crop now dead all around them. The farmer's eyes go wide and he begins to panic. That, that was half my crop. We, we may not be able to make it through the season now. Please, Edric, t- times are already tough. I need to be able to support my family. I, I need to be able to support my kids. Please, please don't do this, please. Edric looks completely unfazed by the farmer's words and steps forward to get right in his face once he has finished speaking. If you don't want to lose everything you have, you will start talking about what it is that the Protector is planning. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit thenostalgianetwork.com for more. Don't you hate when you're watching one of your favorite movies and think, whoa, that didn't age well? Or when you see a reboot of your childhood fave and think, did we really need this? Honestly, same. same. That's why we started the Nostalgia Podcast. A podcast where we discuss the retelling or continuation of pop culture favorites as seen through a queer and feminist lens. That's Jessica Tercero. And that's Eric Lefebvre. Come join us for our bi-weekly conversations about pop culture reboots centered around things like... The patriarchy. Systemic racism. Harmful stereotypes and overgeneralizations. And really just distinguishing when people just need to sit this one out. Listen in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. That's Nostalgia, spelled N-O-T-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Get it? Not Nostalgia. Like nostalgia, but with an extra T, so it's like not nostalgia. <laughs> follow us for fun, critical conversations about media. And remember, stay cute. And stay critical. Bye! Bye.